0: Hey, this is this is Ryan Deeds with the Digital Broker, and start that again. This is Ryan Deeds with the Digital Broker, and we are a podcast dedicated to operational excellence in the insurance agency space. We deal with employee engagement, technology, operational issues, and all kinds of stuff. Big thanks to Indio for putting this on for us, for supporting our distribution channel, for being an advocate for the agency space, and for helping us get better and remain more relevant. If you don't know Indio, you should. You should check them out, www.useindio.com. <clears throat> Today, we're going to talk about change management. Change management in the in the capacity of how do we get better at it? What do we need to do? You know, what are the things? I mean, when you think about what holds us back from technological implementation and adaption, it's oftentimes because we are not very good nobody's going to change nobody's going to change management i personally have been through an inordinate amount of change in the last couple of weeks and so change management my ability to ingest and digest change effectively has been on my mind um and i think that from a operational excellence perspective if you target the ability to change effectively and you make a strategic initiative to get better at change over time, your organization will be ahead of the game, right? It it will be more successful. And I think that in the insurance agency space, we deal with a specific problem with change management because change is inherently risky, and because it's risky, we, we, we are naturally risk-averse. We should be in the insurance agency space, right? I mean, we, we're supposed to protect our clients from risk. We think about how to reduce risk. We think about how to mitigate um, damage from risk. And a lot of times risk and change, you know, there's always risk involved with change. And so I think as we try to change in an agency, that has to be top of mind. You know, we can't approach it like we approach all other industries. Um, And it's something I've thought a lot about as I've tried to implement programs and technology and procedures in an, in insurance agencies. It's, it's, it's the hardest thing to do. You know, when you think about if I've done a process this way for five years, I'm secure in my knowledge of the process. I know what it means to get it done this way. And now you come to me, uh, you know, the operations team comes to an employee that's been doing the same way for five years. They feel confident in their ability to reduce their chance of creating gaps, their chance of creating ENO, their chance of missing documentation. When you bring a change to that person, you have reticence, especially if it's not well planned out. And so I think as as we think through change management, one of the core components is communication. You know, being able to and I think communication is challenging in, in business. You know, what what does that look like for your organization is email an effective method of communication is in-person meetings. I personally think video is an awesome way to do it. I would rather have my leader record or the ops team record a video and put it out there about the things that are going on um, and make that kind of part of the culture so that the, employees can consume that at will and then ask questions and maybe some kind of uh, town hall meeting. Um, but I think you have to strategically think about communication as a mechanism and how it relates to change management. I've heard so many times, like, they don't know what they're doing. We've never even heard of this initiative. When the, the manager's team has thought, man, we have communicated this thing 15 ways to Sunday uh, there's no way that nobody can not know, but what they mean is they've sent out 15 emails and half the staff has a rule set up or something set up in their, in their inbox where maybe that stuff goes to something they read once a week if they do it, you know, or if you inundate them consistently with, with messaging and emails, it, it's not effective. And so as you look at the components of change management, one of the biggest one is communication. Without communication, it's gonna fail. You're not gonna get better at change management. And so I think that you know, if you're in an insurance agency, which if you're listening to this, you probably are. <laughs> if you're not, then uh, you must really like my voice. Um, think about how your agency communicates with the employees and do you believe that's effective? You know, is it something that your employees believe that are, is in fact effective? And, and how do you test for that? How do you check to see if your message that you want to convey is being conveyed effectively? Um, and there's not, it's, it's, that's not an easy answer. But I think that the more that you can get from the, you know, if you have a committee, which I'm not a huge committee fan. But when you're talking about how do we communicate to the staff the best way, a committee of staff is a great rec- resource to help you understand where you should be. Different staff, different groups may need different things. You know, maybe it's a, a leader passing it to a manager and a manager having in-person meetings over and over and over again until the manager feels like it's been conveyed. Um, uh, but there are technologies out there today that can help with that. I, I really, in, I really like snap polling. Snap polling is a mechanism that um, is like an automated system that sends little things out to your employees on a weekly basis. It says, hey, how how is your relationship with your manager? How do you feel like uh, the culture that we actually, that we have aligns with the messages that we put out about the culture? Um, and you can get some really candid feedback. Now, if you're, if you don't care, well, then that's a problem because how are you going to effectively enact change over time? And this is something that our industry has a tremendous amount of problems with, you know, because we do not like to look at, at ourselves as the problem. We we like to look at, uh, whatever, whatever we were trying to bring in or trying to change as the problem. And so I think that communication, figuring out in your organization what communication mechanisms work. Is it a combination of email and video and a collaboration tool, in-person meetings, stand-up meetings? I mean, the last thing we need is more meetings, but we do need better communication. And so you've got to have these conversations. So if you're in an operations team meeting um, with a bunch of operational leaders or, or executives, throw that out there. You know, do you, do we communicate effectively to our staff or do they feel like they're caught off guard and what percentage of them feel like they're caught off guard? <coughs> Sorry, I'm fighting off a little, a little something in my lungs, folks. So bear with me. So as we look at change management, communication is a big piece of that. The next is when I make the change, what is the expectation? Now, if I, don't, if I can't communicate, I can't set the expectation. So you can kind of see how that works. We have to be able to communicate effectively to be able to set the expectation of where we need the employee to be with the change that's happening. And if we don't, then if they don't comply to it, it that's not really their fault. And if we think that we have communicated the expectation but well, we've never really looked at how we communicate, well, then we haven't communicated it. You know, It's all about what the employee is actually receiving at the end of that communication. And I know it's frustrating. I, it feels like we spend so much time trying to communicate, uh, which is why I think that as we look at the the, the holy grail of employees is employee engagement. If you have an engaged employee, you have to communicate less. They look at intent more. They, they will get behind initiatives better because they believe that, that you're looking out for them. I think that's another big deal as well. So setting the expectation, what is the expected behavior with the change? What is the expected return that the employee should get out of it? If it is a spreadsheet that... The, the, the thing that I've hit that employees hate the most is to do a like a desk audit for three days like hey every time you do something i want you to put it in excel for me i mean they just detest doing that it's arduous it's a pain in the butt it's a lot of work but if i go back and say hey look we want to see what's sucking up your time we want to understand what you don't like to do. We want to understand where you feel like you're wasting your time. Can you do a desk audit for a couple of days? And next to the task that you do, put a one to ten on. Ten being this is this work makes me the happiest. One this work makes me the most frustrated. Now you've created a, a communication mechanism that allows them to vet to vent in a way that's conducive to moving initiatives forward. And then you can start attacking those problems and you have, a, you can explain the reason for bringing in the solution if you can communicate effectively. That's why I'm always going to drive back and change management to communication. You know, too often do we think, yes, we've communicated. We sent 12 emails over the last four months about this. And then 30% of the employees are like, man, we never heard about this. We, what the heck? Why are they doing this? They don't even understand us. And that'll actually turn some of the ones that were for your the change for your initiatives, and so just think through that. Think through the the communication aspect, the setting expectation aspects heavily, um, both from the behavior. You know, these are what we expect you to do, and the result that you hope that they achieve from that technology. Identify that it's. Change is going to take a long time. It, it's not quick. Change is actually more work initially than keeping the old process. And I see this thing on LinkedIn all the time. It's the guy that's like carrying a bunch of stones, and there's a person next to him that has like a wheelbarrow. And the person, the guy carrying the stones is like, No, I'm too busy to use that wheelbarrow. Well, if that was that easy and that simple that that would be that would be accurate, but it, it, we ain't talking about a wheelbarrow we're talking about you got to go into this system and check these five blocks and do this thing, and we hope that the result is the same as what you had done beforehand um, and if you don't have a forgiving culture the more forgiving your culture is that, that doesn't mean not accountable. But the more that you can say, hey, you tried this process, you tried this new thing, you screwed it up, you know, there was a mistake that was made, but we understand that you were trying and we're going to look past that and we're going to learn a lesson from this and we're going to move forward. You do that and you remove fear from individuals because I think fear holds back. I mean, When you think about root cause of why change management is hard, it's fear of doing something in a way that doesn't provide the same result that i was doing it in the old way you know the wheelbarrow analogy is super easy you grab the two handles you walk up the hill Um, software is not a wheelbarrow software and and technology and process change is not a wheelbarrow it is not that it's not a two-step process it's not like oh yeah i'm carrying this let me throw this over there and then we can roll it up the hill it's much more challenging than that so i think that you know, as you look at change management, you've got your communication, your expectation setting, being forgiving about making mistakes, and focus. Focus is such a big deal. I, I feel like we want easy button wins all the time. We just want to be able to come in, say, this has changed. A hundred people now. We snap our fingers a hundred people now change their process they drive it forward and everything is hunky-dory and it happened in three weeks and there's that that's just unrealistic it completely i think you have to be able to say this is going to take six months eight months and then you know every quarter we're going to evaluate where we are with key stakeholders and other individuals who are using the product is this netting out the value? If you can get a process for change management in place like that, the next time you try to enact a change, it, it, it will be more successful. And so yeah. th- just have an awareness that look at the last time you tried to enact a change. What was the process to evaluate how effective your change management strategy was? what would you know do your do your staff understand the process of change management and do they understand what you go through to try to help them with that and then how do you iterate to make that better because if they don't then you're you're kind of fighting a losing battle there because i think you've spent probably a lot of time trying to enact change in an organization and not netting the value out of that change which creates problems don't do too much at one time um it can be reversed this is something that every organization I think has gone through it's alright we're gonna bring in this change you know uh, we're gonna change HR systems it's a big deal you know we're gonna change the way that we uh, that we track and you allocate if you're taking PTO and all this other stuff well free uh, a month later let's stack another change and then let's reverse one of the changes that we made three months ago and get rid of this thing because it didn't net the value or the perceived value that we thought we did. Once you do that a couple times, you roll out a change and now people are like, well, I gonna stick with this anyways. And I've heard that a lot. Right. I, and that's actually why I moved to small teams, you know, doing changes with small teams because I could fight that much more effectively in small teams than I could in the enterprise. Um, and then I could leverage the small teams to articulate the value of the change in their day-to-day work, in their customer satisfaction, in their cross-sell ability, in their retention, and whatever metric we were trying to track. And they could go argue uh, for the change for their account man for, for the rest of the staff. That's a much better person to talk about why they others should change that haven't than just uh, just throwing stuff out there and then retracting. You lose a lot of trust when you reverse changes that people have tried to do and it, or more often, it just kind of peters out. I mean, if you go ask an account manager, that's a question that I would ask an account manager if I sit down with them at your agency. How much change have you been through in the last year? How much of that is stuck? And those are two very different things, right? Like, oh, we've tried to change 15 different things, but, None of them is stuck or yeah, we've changed the agency management system, but everybody uses it in a screwed up way. And I guarantee it's because you didn't communicate, you didn't set expectations, you didn't have a good timeline, you didn't give patience, you didn't have focus. And that's where you get to this place where you have change adversity, you know, change resistance is, is natural. Change adversity is like being mad. Oh, they're putting another change on me. What the heck? They're always changing stuff. And we need to be always evolving, but we need to be doing it strategically, keeping our people in the loop, letting them understand why we're changing, what the goal of the change is, if it hits it or not, we're gonna retract. You know, (laughs) when will we change? When will we remove that change? When will we make that a, uh, reverse that? What are the indicators that we're looking for, you know? And so I think through, if, if you do those things, in the context of change management, if you work on, and a lot of it is strategic, you know, it's not like, Hey, all right, we're going to send five more emails. No, it's you sitting down with your team and figuring out how do we make sure that this stuff is put out there. I mean, maybe it's doing a snap poll based on a change that is forthcoming. Maybe it's showing from the list of soul sucking tasks that you have. This is the change that's being brought in because, you know, Billy, the account manager assistant, saw this really cool way to reduce the time that it took to do a certificate or to, you know, uh, do whatever process. If they know what it's driven for, if they know where it's driving to, um, then at least they have, they can make the decision if they have faith that you have the focus to be able to bring that home. I think stick with things longer than we do. You know, we've got to be able to show our employees that we can get through this stuff, that we can really work through it, Um, that it's not flash in the pan, that we're not constantly following the shiny object. Because that's what a lot of employees think. You know, from an agency perspective, yeah, they're always going after the latest, you know, the, the, the new thing that's out there. And they don't really understand what's going on in our lives. And they're just throwing this on top of us. I think the final, one of the final components to change management is if your employees are underwater, it's not going to work. If they are so inundated with work, with process, with rote task, and you throw one more thing on them, and three months later, one more thing on them. Three months later, one more thing on them. Where you think it's rolling off work, they're never able to get into a rhythm and a routine. They've actually gone back to their old process. They're leveraging it that way. They're getting frustrated because they're not complying with what what's supposed to be done. But it's really because, I mean, they think it's because you don't have an understanding of what work needs to be done. And it starts to to really erode your ability to drive them. And it definitely eats away at employee engagement. so you know i think that if you just do those steps and they're not easy i mean none of that is easy but especially the communication aspect when's the last time you actually figured out how you communicate with the different segments of your business and if it's effective or not and if you're like well, it's on them they they're not listening maybe you're just not saying it the right way maybe you're not using the right channel to communicate with them um I always like incentives. incentives work. I like quizzes, quizzes work. you know, hey you we're gonna do this change. Here's a quiz, take the quiz based on this change, and you get a Jean's day, a pTO day, a cookie. i don't I don't care. whatever it is, incentives work. People like them. People like to feel good and uh, about doing the right thing. The better that you can convey that that's a big deal. So communication, setting expectations, having focus. Um, having patience, allowing to fail. Those are all the different things, building trust within that. Those are the things that hold you back from change management. So as you analyze your ability to enact positive change in your organization, where do you fall on those? You know, are you a three in communication? And if you are, how did you, how how do you determine that? You know, for me, I'd pull an account manager in or account manager assistant and say, hey, what's going on here? You know, tell me where we're headed. Tell me about this last change and why we did it. If they can't answer you, then your change, your your communication, and your change management is not going to be effective. So, that's my story today. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm Ryan Deeds with the Digital Broker. Thanks again to India. We really appreciate the support. We love the fact that they're getting the message out there to help insurance agencies stay relevant. You know, to be able to provide value to their employees, to be able to provide value to their clients and to provide a differentiator on uh, very early on in the process. So if you don't know Indio, www.useindio.com. Talk to you next time. Thanks.